You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Good afternoon, Joe Clark. Great to be chatting with you in another episode of Homegrown Faith. How's yes, things? nice to be chatting to you too, Richard. How have you been? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I've been uh, benefiting from a book I've been reading uh, just Ooh. casually, a few pages now and again, called Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before? Now, this is <laughs> not a Christian book. Um, I can't remember how I came across it. might have been a, a newspaper article or something, but it's a book written by Dr. Julie Smith, who's a psychologist who made her name on TikTok. She became famous <laughs> on TikTok. Um which I don't have, have not watched any TikTok, but um, that I think has meant that she's quite good at explaining things about psychology briefly and clearly. Simply, and yeah. uh, <laughs> the idea is this is a book about psychology and it's about sort of tools for managing um, managing your thoughts, difficult thoughts, managing your fears, your anxieties, yeah. Um, yeah. overcoming procrastination, uh, grief, stress, all, all sorts of things. Uh, and so I was a bit skeptical at first because, you know, TikTok and all that sort of thing. But <laughs> I've actually found it uh, very good. Um, and uh, the phenomenon I think I've just benefited from lately is um, that, or something that's re- really caught my attention is something she calls the spotlight effect. Uh, and this has just stuck with me ever since ever since I heard it. And that's the idea of um, that, uh, well, I'll just read the sentence here. The spotlight effect is a term originally coined by Thomas Gilovich and Kenneth Savitsky to describe the tendency of humans to overestimate how much others are focused on us. <laughs> we, we are each at the center of our own spotlight of attention, and we tend to imagine that others are focused on us too. When in reality, everyone's spotlights are usually on themselves. <laughs> so, so we can often make the assumption that others are judging us negatively or disapproving when they may not be thinking about us at all. <laughs> and I just resonated very strongly with that. And there's been many occasions when uh, I've found myself, um, yeah, having the spotlight effect and that, that's been helpful. I can hear you laughing. I can hear yeah, yeah. something from your end there. This is so funny because mum and I often talk about how often we're just thinking about ourselves or mm. other people are just thinking about themselves more than they're thinking about us when it comes <laughs> to like, what will they think about me? It's like, well, they're probably not thinking about you. They're probably yes. thinking about them. But this, It's nice to have a name to it, um, yes. a spotlight effect. <laughs> That's the name. I confess so. I catch myself thinking about myself and then think, oh, I'm doing the thing that mum and I talk about. And so it's nice to have mm. a name. I can say, Joe, you're doing the spotlight thing. It's time yes. to think about someone else. <laughs> That's right. Oh, so, um, gosh. Yeah, it's uh, good little chapters. I'll, I think I'd happily recommend it. As I said, not a Christian book. So, you know, there's, there's yeah. a worldview difference there. But in terms of like simple tools um, yeah. for managing some of these, um, yeah, it's good. So, Australian no. or American? Or oh, something English, else. I think. English, right. Interesting. Yeah. She's been on BBC shows. So uh, Okay, so here's the question, Richard. Yeah. Does it make you want to get a TikTok account and learn how to floss? <laughs> Not <laughs> at all. Not at all. In fact, I did, I did have take TikTok once for like 10 minutes and then I was like, no, let's. this needs to go right now. <laughs> 
and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a brief effort at trying to understand young people, but um, no. <laughs> understanding young people. <laughs> it's, yeah, not for me. Oh gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's me. How about you, Joe? What's been going on? Well, um, less than an hour ago, I was having what I consider to be an excellent time when it comes to being a Bible a Bible learner. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I've talked about the maps you can get that, to learn the Bible in the past in the podcast years ago. Yeah. But there's this thing that I really love. You know I love them, which is the Bible timeline cards. Yeah. And we had our harvest crew together and the person who was meant to be leading the training was sick. And so we decided to do some Old Testament history. We got mm. the Bible timeline cards out, cut cut them out, and everyone in the room put the timeline cards together and then we just chatted through the Old Testament. And it was just so good. I love it. I just right. think timeline cards, for me, they just enliven my brain to give me a structure that the Bible, mm. I can learn. I, it fits in. The, you can tell a story that fits together. Oh, man. Anyway, it was so good. There were different moments where people were, were talking about where do you find that in the Bible and where, where does that go next and what mm. comes after this and, mm. you know, if in doubt, guess 40 years because it was probably 40 years that something happened before. <laughs> Anyway, it was great and I just – there's this group. You can get them if anyone wants timeline cards, visualunit.me and type mm. in Bible timeline cards, print them off for free. Mark Barry, a Christian brother mm. who has just made this amazing blog of resources, mm. they're just so good. Do you like them? Oh, yeah. No, I yeah. Uh, love that resources. I love Bible timelines, the interactive mm. sort of learn by doing thing. That's oh, so uh, good. very helpful. So I've got to sit in my coffee on my coffee table, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you've encouraged me, yeah, to bring it out uh, more often and with groups yeah. and with learning and stuff like that. So, And I think if yeah. you just cut them up and have a bunch in like a Ziploc bag or an envelope, you can give someone a set. And <laughs> Laura in the Harvest Crew, she was like, yeah, my husband and I just did it for fun the other day. And I was like, this is making my heart sing. <laughs> to hear so two good. Christians, a husband and wife, sit down and do the Bible timeline cards just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a great uh, marriage activity. So, what a great marriage activity. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but so um, I've been um, continuing to read the Psalms and yeah. today I hit a cracker, Psalm 90. Mm, so Psalm 90. many uh, famous, famous parts to it. Um, mm. You know, definitely there are mugs out there with lots of Psalm 90 on them. Mm-hmm. Um, started book four and yeah. I couldn't actually pick – easily one thing to talk about i wanted to just read the whole thing yeah but we don't have time for that so i'm going to read i'm just going to read the final verse because i feel like the whole psalm takes you on a journey but the final verse just really helped me emotionally so i'll just read it um it's verse 17 may the favor of the lord our god rest on us establish the work of our hands for us yes establish the work of our hands um the, the psalm the reason I found this super encouraging was because the psalm talks about it's almost got an Ecclesiastes kind of vibe where, um, you know, if you have 70 years or 80 years, if, if yeah. that's how long you live for, the best of them are trouble and sorrow. Like it's got quite a real view of suffering in the life yeah. that we live now. Um, and that talks us, you know, teach us to number our days so we might have wise hearts. And I got stuck in that section thinking oh yeah this is real life this is life this is real it's really hard it's a struggle it's terrible trouble yeah. um but this last verse where it's like the favor of the lord resting on us 
establishing the work of our hands for us. It made me my mind go to Ephesians where it made me think of, well, actually what's God's greatest favor to us? It's that we know Jesus, that we're united with Jesus, Ephesians mm-hmm. 1, yeah. and that he has prepared good works for us to do in advance in Ephesians 2. And I'm really thankful for that. And I guess I, if the psalm had been left open, I might have gotten stuck thinking about me, <laughs> maybe yeah. the spotlight thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm really thankful to be reminded that that God does favor us with his revel- revelation of himself, that his mercy in Jesus, that he gives us stuff to do. Yeah. Anyway, so it's quite a, quite a challenging psalm to read, actually, yeah. this morning, but um, good. There is definitely that, yeah, Ecclesiastes vibe of reflection on mortality and the brevity yeah. of life. Um, yeah. But a... Yeah, such a strong finish, the favor of the yeah. Lord resting on us. What, what do you think established the work of our hands might mean there repeated? Oh, my sense was that that would be um, that what we're doing, like that's where I went to God preparing works in advance for us to do, like that he has a part in what we do, yeah. his sovereignty over what we do, I should say. Yeah. And so what we're doing, we want to be doing in line with his like I'm wanting to be thinking in line with his will, in yeah. line with honouring him, and that he, like seeing his work in my life, essentially, that perspective. Yeah. In the midst of struggle and woe, woe and trouble and a challenge to someone's strength and the you know, the limits of their, their life, yeah. they're meant to see that God's not got limits and he's always working through their life. I think that's what I had. What do you yeah. think? No, I agree. Yeah, just I think um, depending on God's strength for any good works that we are trying to do, mm. um, that he's the one accomplishing them, providing mm. the strength. It's his work. Um, so, yeah, we have prayerful dependence on him, like mm. this verse says. So, um, And that, mm. yeah, like you say, fits exactly with um, Ephesians, the good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. even our obedience is so much the work of the Spirit and the Word in us that causes us to obey Him. Mm. Like He's at work drawing us to obedience all the time. Yeah, I think it's a real gift that we can live for Him. Oh. And you're making it through the Psalms, Joe. You've passed halfway yeah. now into Book 4. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going, it's going okay. I'm, I'm, I find some of them really challenging and others ones just going to the top of my head. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, what about you, mate? What what have you been reading? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was reading um, a uh, a book by Peter Orr. I think we've discussed one of his books before, um, Fight for Your Pastor, I think was a good one. Uh, This one is called um, The Beginning of the Gospel, and uh, it's a book about Mark. And um, one of the big ideas there is that what Mark is doing is um, presenting the gospel, but not, not... uh, to be read in isolation from the other letters in the New Testament, but to be read sort of in connection with um, particularly the writings of Paul, um, the letters of Paul, the theology of Paul. And mm. so uh, what we're reading in Mark is kind of uh, providing the historical background, the story of Jesus that fits in, um, connects with, supports, leads to the kind of theology Paul talks about. Mm. Uh, and I, I found that just that a very initial idea quite refreshing. Um, maybe it's my background 
going to Bible college or, or, or reading different things, you, you can, it, sometimes you get the vibe that there's different theologies and different perspectives, but just mm. to have that unity was really good. Uh, mm. And so Peter all backs us up with um, this, this, some of the similar themes of Mark and um, Paul's theology. So like the use of the word gospel is really common in both Mark and Paul, also perhaps in other gospels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phrase um, in the beginning of the gospel is both the, the opening of Mark's work and also uh, in Philippians 4 verse 15 um, focuses on um, the uh, particularly the cross um, is really strong and big focus in Mark, just a short a short gospel that goes straight there and mm. obviously mm. big in, in Paul's gospel, things about um, mission to Israel and the world, um, Jesus and Rome uh, as, as the sort of the empire kind of thing, um, the difficulties with understanding the cross without the spirit come through. Mm. Uh, and so, um, yeah, Peter Orr has done a great job just introducing the idea of here we've got some complementary ideas and then he's just been sort of walking through some of those themes like revelation and, and the gospel and the kingship of mm. jesus so um mm. uh, good in that way and good also just in being a bit of reading about the bible <laughs> yeah yeah I, I easily you know if i'm not careful i read i'm reading too many books on christmas christian living and not enough yeah. books just in the bible and in jesus and that sort of thing yeah so, loving that yeah Oh, that's good. So is this kind of book, is it academic level writing or is it more popular level? Like what, oh, how, sort of, how, I guess what yeah. I'm thinking, how hard would I find this book to read or oh, is it? Yeah, it'd be um, easy to medium kind of level. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. not a whole lot of uh, fancy stuff, but it's a, it's a little, uh, it's a little it more stretch a little bit. Little, yeah. yeah. A bit more stretchy. Oh, that's good. That's but, good. <laughs> I'd certainly recommend it for someone who would, uh, yeah, like to think uh, a little more deeply about about um, yeah, yeah. The, the book of Mark. Ah, oh, that's cool. Because um, Mark, hang on, Mark. So, yeah, the, we don't have time for me to dig, ask this question. Actually, <laughs> I'm encouraged that you've enjoyed that. <laughs> yes. I guess my question I have about some of these books, Richard, is how do you decide that that's a book worth reading? Because it sounds really good, but you obviously just there's lots of good books out there. Like, mm. how do you pick that book? Because that sounds great. I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely worth reading. But yeah. how do you pick what's worth reading for you? Uh, this one because it was partly because it's new, so it just popped up in um, sort of bookshops or or chat yeah. or reviews or something like that. Partly because I, I know the author personally, yeah. and I've enjoyed what he's written in the past. And partly, I think it just came at the right time when I was thinking. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, read, reading some Bibles, reading some gospel. Uh, so yeah. that is one strategy. But I think for listeners, yeah, who'd like to do something similar, um, yeah, um, yeah, catch catch good authors, um, take take note of good publishers, mm. um, and uh, ask your pastor, ask your leaders, mm. and um, it's easy. Yeah, it's not too hard to sort of start to build a little little list of three or four books that you might like to read in the next couple of years that um, mm. might sit in that category. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> well, we are out of time. It has been great yes. chatting about the spotlight effect uh, <laughs> and, um, the, uh, and the Bible timeline cards. The Bible timeline cards and Psalm, Psalm 90, 90 and uh, <laughs> the beginning of the gospel. Yes. So, um, 
Yeah. And um, we are part of the Reach Australia podcast network, Richard. And um, (laughs) I actually recorded a podcast last year, a series of podcasts with a guy called Dave Robertson. You know him, of course. Mm -hmm. He's in our staff team. Some people might not know him or DJ is his nickname around church. Um, Another guy called Dave Jensen, who's from EV. Um, Anyway, it's about all about mission. And um, I got an encouraging text from someone the other day saying they learned a lot from it. So I figured, why not? If you're interested in thinking about mission, go over, have a look at it. It's on the Reach Australia Network podcast. Um, type in, I think, my name, Joe Clark, and mission, and it will come up, or Dave Jensen or Dave Robertson. Somewhere yeah. in there, you'll find mm. the podcast. <laughs> They're okay. <laughs> More than okay. Very good. Job. <laughs> <laughs> Feels weird talking about them, but the, I, I, I really got me thinking about mission for myself, uh, just as we were recording. So I, I found them engaging. Yeah. Well, that's all we've got time for. Great to be chatting with you, Joe, and uh, look forward to talking more next week. Sounds good. See you, mate. Bye.